Welcome to episode 8 of the Oxfordshire Teacher Training Podcast. I'm really delighted to be sitting down this afternoon with one of the most influential voices in teacher education. That's not my words, that's the words of the TES. Um, I'm here with Professor Sam Twizleton, so thank you so much for finding some time to talk with us this afternoon. It's a delight. What we're going to be talking about this afternoon is the ITT Core Content Framework. And for some of you, this will be something you know a lot about already. But for many of us uh, at this stage, it might be something that's rather new. So, Sam, if we can start, um, perhaps just telling us, first of all, what it is and and why I might want to talk to you about it, if anybody. (laughs) Okay. well, the reason why you probably want to speak to me about it is because I chaired the advisory group that supported the DfE in in, uh, developing and then publishing it. It was published miraculously just before the election. Um, which was great because it means that was uh, in November and it will be implemented next September. So a fairly tight time frame, um, but a quicker publish, publication than we thought. Uh, the point of it really is it's all, it all links up to teacher recruitment and retention. I sit on the advisory group for teacher recruit, recruitment and retention strategy, which we published a year ago, where I think it was recognised we have a problem with recruiting enough teachers because we're not holding off on to enough teachers. Yeah. More and more teachers are leaving earlier and earlier every year. And there's a, multiple reasons for that, m- many of which are addressed in the strategy. Uh, but one of them is uh, a recognition that early career support for teachers is variable and invisible and not always guaranteed for mm. everybody. So some people have a great deal, depending on where they're employed, and others less so and it's certainly a contributor to why people are leaving. Um, If you just roll back to uh, six years ago I was asked to be on the advisory panel to the Carter Review of Teacher Training, a six month process that was brilliant from my point of view because it meant I got to talk to loads and loads of people like you um, about what was working well in the system but also you know what was uh, an issue in the system in terms of ITT and we published a report, it got some noise at the time, and then kind of the world moved on. The biggest thing that we said in the report, but even we didn't say it loud enough, was for all the things that you need to know and be able to do to be a competent, competent teacher in your newly qualified year, um, the length of teacher training is simply inadequate. It's far too short, and it's, it's nine months effectively, uh, once you take account of holidays. Two-thirds is rightly spent in school, practising the craft of teaching, but that really limits the amount of time that you have to develop all the knowledge, skills and understanding that you need to be a good teacher. So teacher recruitment and retention strategy comes along and recognises this in the form of the early career framework. So from the September after next, so September 2021, this will be rolled out as a national guarantee for every NQT and then also following them into the RQT. So it's two years of high quality, guaranteed, uh, continued support and development. So effectively, if you take that with the ITT bit, it means there's a minimum of three years, longer for some if they trend on a longer route of guaranteed high quality support and development. Now, in order to get the best out of that, what, what the government has dis- rightly decided to do is make sure the join-up between what happens in the initial teacher training phase and that early career phase is as tight as it possibly can be. And this is partly borrowing from what we did see on the Carter Review, where we saw organisations like I suspect yourself, yes. who were already yes. trying to join 
Absolutely. Particularly Absolutely, if you're employing the teachers that you've trained in the initial phase, you mm. can address that problem I've just articulated about it not being long enough by continuing to support and develop them. So where that worked, when we, when we talked to people in the Carf Review, the NQTs and LQTs who, who were on those kind of um, contracts were so full of support for how it worked for them. So we're trying to replicate that at national level. It is a framework, it's not a curriculum, because yes. the point of it is to latch in as closely as it possibly can to the framework that's the early career framework. So the points of contact are really strong and really clear. Yeah. And particularly if you look at how it organises itself, it's organised into two columns. The left-hand column is the knowledge column, the things that we think teachers need to know and understand. Mm. And the right-hand column is the know-how, which is how they apply that knowledge. The know-that column is identical. It, absolutely word for word the same. And that I know was a very conscious decision, wasn't it? Was, it was. It was a big discussion yeah. about that. It took yes. several meetings to yes. agree that because we know that there are some things that are very different in initial teacher training to how they're experienced in uh, a newly qualified phase. Yeah. And so the, the, the instinct was to create something that was very different. But actually, when after much discussion, we realised the knowledge bit, what you need to know, mm. all right, it might be experienced differently on entry in the initial phase, yes. but ultimately, by the end of that phase, which is what we're aiming for, you need to know this stuff. How you acquire that knowledge is a little bit different. Yes. So the know-how column is, I think, quite different. Yeah. And this is where it's great that you're trying to get this message out to your mentors. Exactly. Because yes. there's a big emphasis on what mentors can do to support the development of that knowledge Precisely. in their role. Yeah. And in fact, that's probably something that we'll, we'll have a little bit of a closer think yeah. about just, just in a minute now. So um, certainly within Oxfordshire Teacher Training, we're, we're very lucky. We're part of, um, of uh, a teaching school alliance which Fantastic. has 200 schools. Yeah. And, and so um, where it really works well for the, the very, very vast majority of our, our trainees who are our associate teachers is that there's, there's an almost seamless yeah. joy. Absolutely, that's exactly and, what we're aiming for. And that's what we're, that's what yeah. we're looking for. And, and as you say, you know, the, the, you get to the end of your, your initial teacher training, you don't necessarily know everything at that stage. So, so yeah. what, we, what we like to think of is you, you know what you don't know yes. as you go into uh, it. Yes, you're consciously. Yes, <laughs> yes consciously incompetent. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's not incompetent. In relation to yes. some things. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so obviously this, this is a very significant um, introduction um, for for all of education, not just initial teacher training, but, but everything here, yeah. and and the role of the mentor, we, we know it is is it's always been vital, but but it seems yeah. to be coming even more uh, yeah. valued than it yes. was before. Yeah. And I think where where we're where we're now looking at the um, the ITT core content framework is we're thinking, okay, so if I'm a mentor, how is that starting to, to make some sense specifically yeah. for me? So so perhaps we we can have a little bit of a closer think about um, I'm a mentor working in one of the placement schools um, in Oxford teacher yeah. training or in fact in, in, in any yeah. initial teacher training what might what might they want to be looking at at this this kind of early stage now before it getting gets ready in, for getting it. ready for that to be implemented in September 20 I think it's just really helpful to familiarize yourself with the document yeah I would encourage you to read the introduction Definitely. read it several Definitely. times if anything yes. like me you probably wouldn't do if I didn't yes. tell you to because yes. I'm like most people I will skip to the bit I think tells me what I need to do but actually, the introduction really helps understand what it is, what it isn't. Yes. It explains some of the terminology, so we make a lot of use of the term expert colleague. 
and it's important to understand that that's a very broad and flexible term which means you can draw in lots of people Absolutely. as a mentor into yes. helping to support that training yes. it's not all down to you on your own and no, no, no. um, so read the introduction read, read the framework read it in conjunction with the early career framework so you can see particularly how the right hand column is different yes. and then what I would, if I was a mentor, what I think I would be doing is I'd kind of be ho- almost using that right-hand column as a mirror to hold up to what I'm doing already, yes. and hopefully feel really reassured. Yeah, I'm doing most of it already. Absolutely, might even be doing all of it. Yeah, I might sometimes need to change how I label some yes. things a little bit. Yeah, use slightly different terminology, although yeah. not necessarily. Yeah, uh, and you, so you'll find it really reassuring. I hope because what we're trying to do is reflect really good practice as exactly, I know most exactly. mentors in your yeah. partnership already yeah. demonstrate absolutely and and similarly when um, when you start to get into into the into the document itself with with each one of the, the sections the, the standards yes, absolutely um, we've got um, a rich body of, of references and yes. at the back of that yes. and including some um, which which are highlighted as being the kind of the, like yeah. the recommended reading and so one of the things we've done with Oxfordshire Teacher Training to support all of our mentors is that um, we've looked at all of the, the 16 ones that actually are, yeah. are put together mm-hmm. we've produced a kind of an initial here's a summary of what you want oh, not fantastic. not necessarily for you to read that and no. not read the whole thing no. but here's a little bit yeah. of a taster um, have a little look at all of those things there and then go and have a, a closer look through at the ones um, as yes. when you need to, need to be looking at them. Yeah. And so we were delighted when we saw all of this come through yeah. with, with some of the, the, the key figures that, that um, have, have shaped some of the work yes. that we've been doing for years. So so people people like Robert Cohen and, and Rosie Shine and Dan Fantastic. and all these kind of people. Yeah. So it, it is all kind of tying yeah. itself all together. Um, so I suppose if I was if I was a mentor looking at this and I'd be thinking to myself, this is this is a wonderful um, support mechanism. Mm. It's not the whole curriculum, though, no, is it? Absolutely um, I not. Think, um, there's there's yes. been some fair to say there's been some some press as, uh, yeah. and, and some some feedback from some who, who've, who've thought thought, hang on a minute, what is this then? Yeah. So there's been a, I, I think actually quite small when you count yes. them, <laughs> yes. um, less than two hands, I think, yes. less than two full hands, yes. a fairly vocal minority of people who have. Right, you know, we, we should be open to challenge, absolutely, yes. and they've challenged the framework. Um, my contention is that they've not read the introduction. Yeah. They've taken it as a curriculum, yeah. not a framework, which you absolutely right, you've picked up on. It's really important that that, that misconception is, is busted. We, we, again, lots of discussion about this. There was some temptation by some members of the group to actually create a curriculum, so a much mm. fuller, fuller document. Yeah. Um, you set and Nesbitt, and then you're speaking to yes. Emma tomorrow, in yes. particular, but supported by me, really resisted that because we yes. know, first of all, every provider has a, a particular set of expertise that they bring to their partnership, and the partnership yes. in the broader sense so is yes. expertise in schools as well as in the in the base, um, and they have developed that co- that uh, expertise normally to reflect the context that they're in. Mm. So if I'm in rural Cumbria, and I'm a teaching school in Egremont and it's 20 miles to my nearest school and, and probably 100 miles to my nearest teaching school, I'm in a very different situation to somebody Absolutely. in the middle of London, for example. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so it's really important that providers don't do what they've all, always done, is they draw on the expertise that's available to them to reflect the needs of their context, and they create a curriculum around the framework, or don't create, they probably look at their existing curriculum realise it already meets most of the framework, as you've probably and, found. And, and I think that's a really key point just to bear in mind. If I'm, if I'm a mentor yes. listening to this for the first time, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, 
I'm going to be um, having to start with a completely new. No. This isn't completely new. It shouldn't be at all. And yeah. um, I think some some of the fuss that's been made about it is because um, people have actually we've said we've set the bar very low. I don't think we have actually, no. but it's because it's not a full curriculum yeah. that you you can definitely point to things that you would expect to see in initial teacher training that aren't in the framework. That's because the point of the framework is to link up to the early career framework. Yes. Um, there are some foundational things that you would introduce people to right at the beginning of their initial teacher training that you don't see in the early career framework that we would expect to see in the curriculum but not in, in our framework. Exactly. For example, yeah. emphasis on child development or adolescent development, yes. Yes. Uh, the nature of subject knowledge and what it means, yes. and some foundational understanding yes. of how that links to curriculum and how people develop curriculum in different ways yeah. and it's a contested concept and so on. So we have very deliberately not put all of that in because then yeah. there would have been a much greater uproar because then we would have been telling people how to do their ICT without knowledge of their context yes. and their expertise. Yes. So I feel we've ended up with something that's a really good middle ground. It gives a, an a element of consistency. So regardless of where you train, you might train in one end of the country and get your NQT job in a different place. Mm you should still recognise a join-up. Absolutely. But yes. you'll also, because you're in a different context, see some things that are some different. Some things that are very different. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. So I think it's, it's, um, it's something that I, I hope all of our mentors are, are really picking up from the discussions that we're having this afternoon. Right. That, that if, you're, if you're thinking about your role as a, as a subject specialist, um, yes. as a mentor, and you're thinking about, you know, there's, there's an awful lot of fabulous, fabulous stuff in here about how to become a really great teacher. Yeah. Um, and as you've said, it's not a full curriculum. So, no. um, so there are some really good references to some some really key um, material that, that people really ought to know in terms of their subjects. So, for example, yep. the the EEF um, science report, Absolutely. which is a, you know, yeah. a real cornerstone of the, yeah. the science specialist work that we yeah. that we use there. Um, and so, I think if I'm a mentor looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, so how would I use this to then perhaps go into thinking about my subject? Yeah. Um, any, any sort of tips for, for our mentors at this stage about yeah. that side of it? Yeah, so w first of all, important to recognise although it's one framework that covers all subjects and all yeah. phases, because yeah. I don't think people would have wanted 12 different frameworks oh, right. or <laughs> even 24 different frameworks <laughs> no, no, no. did it by phase. Yes. Um, I hope in reading the document you will see there is quite a lot of emphasis on the importance of subject, yes. and the importance of subject knowledge and its relationship with pedagogy and the curriculum. Yeah. And if you look, particularly look at the section that talks about the curriculum, that's where you get most likely to get excited, I think, yes. um, because you will see that we are really encouraging some sort of in-depth probing into the nature of your subject, the evidence that underpins how people translate that subject into a curriculum, and an encouragement for mentors to facilitate conversations, probably with themselves if they are the subject expert, but if yeah. they're not, then it might be with the head of department or the head of the phase, yeah, depending really on important. context. Yeah. about the choices that the school has made around how they framed their curriculum yeah. and its relationship with knowledge. And in a really perfect world, yeah. you would have that conversation twice in your kind of home placement school yes. and in your second yeah, placement school. Well. And ideally, there might be a bit of a contrast. Because yes. what we find is, if trainees are put in a situation where they're sort of almost forced to realise they're in different positions, and have to compare and contrast mm. and critique and look at different evidence bases, that really helps their understanding. It helps them to understand choices that people make, the role of evidence in that. Also gives them some insight into what where their position lies 
might give them some insight into where they might want to work, either in their first job or that Absolutely, job. absolutely that, yes. So by the time this, this particular episode comes out, the one that's mm. just before it, um, although we yeah. recorded it a little <laughs> while ago, um, was with uh, Will Reeves um, at Engine Primary School when we were looking at the primary history curriculum. We were looking at how that school um, went through their process of, okay, so where are we starting from? What to us is important? Yeah. What material have we got there? Mm-hmm. And so things, things like uh, that, you may not necessarily even be a primary school mentor. You might be in a secondary school or a special uh, school. Exactly. It's still important to kind of see how that process went through, Ex- through a- a- there. A- exactly. And again, yes. this draws on the really best practice yes. that we saw in the Carter Review, yeah. is that the best trainee experience when they're in school yeah. exposes them to that thinking yeah. and so um, the role of the mentor you know I think you mentioned earlier yeah. the um, we, we make reference in the introduction and throughout the framework to expert colleagues yes. the role of the mentor might be to facilitate a range of different discussions with different people in the school Precisely that might not yes. have happened previously it might yeah. it might not yeah. we're in, just encouraging a sort of sharpening of focus so that yes. that great journey that that school has yes. been on becomes yes. exposed and visible to those trainees. Uh, and that really helps them to yes. sort of go under the surface yeah. of what they visibly see by being in that school yes. for a period of time yeah. to the, actually the thinking and the rationale that's kind of Precisely. taken them on the journey that Precisely. they're on, which is you know, a yes. fantastic experience for yes. everybody. Yes, yes. Now, um, obviously, when, whenever you, you recommend things in terms of, of resources that people can have a look at, there's, there's yeah. going to be a cut-off point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and obviously for you, you're in a, a slightly different <laughs> situation in the, as, as a group. Um, the recommendations have been made for the early career framework, and that yes. because you've made that conscious decision yeah. to, to follow that, um, I'm assuming that you also made a conscious decision not to try and um, add to the, uh, to the early yes. career f- framework references at that stage. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I think we very deliberately say in the introduction yeah. that that is not a definitive list at all. No. Um, no. It's, it's there and has a level of importance yeah. because its relationship both with the early career framework and the content framework yes. is really important. And it's the, I think it's the first time the government has done this. Yes. It's gone to an independent body like yes. the EEF yes. and it's asked them very independently yes. yeah. to scrutinise the robustness yeah. of the ed- evidence underpinning what's being recommended yeah. there. Some things came out as a result of that process, yeah. really important to notice oh, yes. that. Yes. So it was a really robust process, it yes. will get added to, it will be an evolving thing yeah. uh, and of course there's a whole wealth of other evidence yes. that could be relevant, particularly yes. thinking about subject. Yeah. So if you're thinking about a particular subject, yes. you want to broaden out, you know, beyond Absolutely. what has been a set of evidence sort of it's meant to be there to work for every subject. Yeah. Um, so it's not a definitive list, but it's no. an important list. And for me, it marks yeah. a really important milestone in terms of yeah. the government and the DfE's relationship with evidence and the re- relationship with a body that can independently scrutinise mm. the rigour of the evidence. Yeah. So it's a brilliant thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It surprises me. I read the Beera yes. blog and I was really yes. surprised. Beera should be so pleased that yes. the DfE are doing this. Yes. Never, if there was any of the other things I'm, I'm aware of yes. that they've published previously. Yeah, yeah. So yes. it's of course a yes. celebration of yes. So slightly putting you on the spot here, <laughs> if, if, if you could have put in any other bits of uh, key uh, research or key key thinking at the moment that, that isn't isn't in there. Perhaps just because it's it's more more recent. Are there are there things that have come along um, recently? You think right as a mentor, you really ought to be having a little look at such and such. Um, yeah, research. I mean, I might not put the emphasis on the recent word, although the work, yeah. there are some more recent yeah. things. Um, yeah. There are some things that have been around a long time that yes. I think 
Um, yes. If we were creating a full-blown yes. curriculum, you'd expect yeah. to see there. Um, yeah. uh, I mentioned child development and adolescent yes. development. That yes. came up very strongly in the Carter yeah. Review, yeah. where providers had put a focus on that. Absolutely. And in particular, we saw great evidence of this in primary, less so in secondary, for sort yes. of obvious reasons, yes. but the people who had put it into secondary my goodness, those trainees have really benefited. And it's fascinating because that's coming back to us. So we've, we've had right, great. some work on that earlier in, our, in this, this particular programme's um, cycle of working through and the feedback that we've got from great. our associate teachers has been, you know, this, this has really opened my eyes to yeah. actually understanding adolescence and how, how Absolutely, the, the stages yes. the brain goes through exactly. and the way, the way exactly. it, that impacts on behaviour. Exactly. Yes. Slightly possibly yes. controversially, I might link with that understanding of things like attachment theory. Yeah. which could be argued is one of those things that might come and go and be a bit of a yes. fad. Yes. Uh, but I, I, I think the principles that, that are exposed to attachment theory aren't. I think they are well evidenced in the research. Again, that links potentially to things like trauma-informed. Yeah. Trauma yes. is a dramatic word that might not feel yes. like it's applicable yes. to every child. Yeah. But actually, exposure to the, the research yes. underlying trauma-informed practice is relevant for every child and every teacher yes. because it yes. helps you to understand the emotional dimension. Exactly. So of one behavior. thing that we've done with trauma is um, we've we've been uh, working with um, organisations using um, virtual reality headsets. Oh, have you? Oh, My fascinating. goodness, this has been something else, yeah. and, and it's 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 not necessarily for the faint-hearted, no. but, but certainly we've we've had um, a relatively small number of our trainees and mentors who've who've said, you know, actually. It would be really beneficial as part of your training this year to get a really good understanding of this because you're going to be dealing with some quite Fantastic. challenging situations in that training. Yeah, oh, I'd love to know. come along and oh, well, yes, that well, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, it's, 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 it's quite something yeah. else there. Yeah. Um, Sam, thank you so much for um, spending some time with us this afternoon. We've got to be so careful to make sure we don't. We could talk all afternoon, <laughs> yeah. but um, I know Sam's got to get um, back up to Sheffield Hallam. Frustrating, but certainly there's, there's potential for. Uh, uh, many of the future conversations. Well, absolutely, and, and if I can visit you sometime and speak to your mentors face to face, I'd be really happy I, to I do that. I would be uh, very sure that we can try and see if we can Excellent. get something sorted out with that. I'd love to return so to Oxford. I spent my undergraduate days. Oh, right. Oh, well, we'll definitely see what we can do. Thank you so much.